Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Hello and welcome to A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, and I'm here with the very special guest, Monet. Monet, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much. It is such an honor for me to finally be recording with you. I'm such a big fan of yours, and I'm just so happy to have you on the podcast today to talk with folks about traveling with their kids. So today's topic is Traveling Mommy. How are you? Before we get into the topic, how are you? I want to hear all about your recent trips. <laughs> I'm doing good. So, um, oh, a lot of good things, I guess, have been happening this year that I'm really excited about. So I'm actually, uh, Visit California asked me to sit on their digital influencer advisory board. So I just came back from Lake Tahoe. Um, I was there last week with the team. We had our meetings and then um, each of us also got to explore Lake Tahoe in the winter, which is really nice. Um, I used to live in Oakland for three years and I had been to Tahoe before, but only in the summertime. So it's really nice to be able to see it in the winter. I was able to take snowboarding lessons, which I've never done before, snowboarded at all. So that was that was a really special um a really special meeting and trip. Um, and then the last family trip that we took was at the end of last year for Thanksgiving. We did a RV trip, which was an amazing experience. I've always wanted to do an RV trip. So to be able to do that and to see like Monument Valley, Antelope Canyon, the Grand Canyon, Bright Canyon, and Zion National Park, it was just so phenomenal the like the southwest of the u.s is so beautiful and unfortunately i don't think enough people visit um i know like the drives be intimidating at times but i highly recommend that because that was just huh it's so breathtaking like every single viewpoint that you go to you're like oh my god did it even get more beautiful so that was great I'm like so excited for you. Congratulations. I was following your stories on Instagram. And as you know, I'm super close to Oakland. So it's like, oh, wow, she's in my neck of the woods. And it is so beautiful in Tahoe. It, it, I just feel like unless you're really in California, you don't know much about Tahoe, but it is such a beautiful place to visit. And I know I have diehard um, friends who are snowboarders mm-hmm. or skiers, and so we go a couple times a year in the summertime. I, I in, this, in the winter time, I actually love the summertime too because it's just so beautiful. Uh, it was it was just amazing, and I'm really hoping that we can go back with the whole family for them to be able to experience that during the winter or summer because it's you're so right it is so beautiful yeah and i loved your rv trip i love road trips though i've never taken one myself and i've always just said i'm dying to rent like a little winnebago and just Mm -hmm. road trip and i feel like i i really want to do it one of these days because you're right like america is beautiful i think that normally when we think about traveling we think about leaving america but there are some really really great spots in america Exactly. There are so many beautiful destinations here. And, you know, one misconception I would say that even myself, I didn't realize before this trip that you could rent an RV. Like you don't have to own one to go on an RV trip. I think a lot of people think of the cost associated with the RV and like the maintenance and the upkeep and you have a house, how can you afford one? But we rented ours off of, there's quite a few websites, um, but we rented ours off the website that's basically Airbnb for RVs. So you just rent it from someone that owns the RV. We had never uh, driven an RV before. Like they go over every single aspect with you. So when you go to the RV camps, everyone is so nice and willing to help. So, you know, if anyone is like, oh, well, I don't own one. How am I going to do that? You can rent one. And it is a very seamless process to do so. Well, I'll definitely link that in the show notes because I think that's wonderful. I mean, I think the only thing that's ever hindered me is that I could barely drive a car. So I don't know how to <laughs> drive an RV without killing myself or folks. But I think that that is such a great little excursion. And I'm definitely going to link that in the show notes. Awesome. Well, how about we start off with you giving us a little introduction of who you are and a little bit about your family? 
Yeah, so uh, my name is Monet, as you mentioned. Um, I was born in New York, but I grew up in South Florida. I've also lived a lot of places. I went to grad school in D.C. As I mentioned, I lived in Oakland for three years. I also lived in West Virginia at a point. Um, <laughs> both things were born in New York, and now we reside in South Florida again. Um, so I'm married. My husband's name is James. Um, up in October, I was working a full-time regular desk job. Um, I'm lucky enough that my blog has given me the opportunity to be able to reduce my hours. So I now work part-time um, days a week, which is, has been amazing just to be able to turn something that was just a passion project into an actual business um, and be able to have that flexibility to spend more time with my kids before I was getting on a bus at 6.40 every single morning to go to work, getting home late. Um, so now I get the opportunity to drop my oldest one to school and things like that. So um, that has been great. Uh, and, and yeah, I guess if you have any more specific questions, I can answer them, but I think that's... That is so wonderful. <laughs> I feel like that's my dream. I wish that I can just do this podcast full time. I love it. It is a passion. So I understand how you're doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your babies? Yeah, so um, Jordan and Kennedy, they're two girls. Jordan's the oldest, she's four. And then Kennedy is the youngest, she's two, but she'll be three actually on next Sunday, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. So almost have a three and four-year-old, which is crazy. I feel like they were just born, but they are like insane. Um, I have never <laughs> met more adventurous kids in my life. Okay, I am terrified of heights. I don't do like adrenaline stuff, but these kids have had doing the most craziest things I've ever done in my life. Last year for Kenny's birthday, we went to Costa Rica. And um, the day before her birthday, we went zip lining. And on her birthday, we took surf lessons. Um, I had no intention on going ziplining, but when you wow. have a then two and three year old at that time, literally telling you, look at me doing it. Like you're an adult. Why can't you do yeah. that? You can't let little kids punk you. So, <laughs> I, so I just had to suck it up. I went with a guide. Meanwhile, three year old did it by herself. Mm. Um, so I will say though that you know, they, they push me and my husband out of our comfort zones to do things we wouldn't typically do, which makes us just enjoy our trips so much more. So I am thankful for them for that. But um, they really have some crazy ideas. We went to Fort Myers and Sanibel Island uh, last summer. My Jordan wanted to go parasailing and I told my husband I'm sorry I'm been out like I can't do this so you have to go with her me and Kennedy sat on the boat and watched her and when we finished she finished parasailing she said, okay can we go skiing now like I don't understand like <laughs> this life she loves roller coasters I go on kitty roller coasters with her and I'm literally screaming like a child so so but it, it, it's so much fun to just see all the things that they learn and, you know, all the things that they take from our trips with learning about different cultures and languages and foods. And like, they are like the least picky eaters in life. Meanwhile, I'm always like, okay, can I please not have this, 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 or this, or can you, can I just have it plain? <laughs> so I love to see like what travel has done for them. Um, but, but they're, they're great. Um, they're, it's not perfect. Like some people are like, oh, but like, Everything looks so perfect. Uh, my kids are kids, just like everyone else's kids. They have meltdowns. They throw tantrums. Like they don't always have great days. But okay. just like when huh. you know, just like when you're a parent at home, like you just keep it moving. You know, like you don't dwell on those things. So it's it's the same. But overall, they're great. I love hearing about this because I feel like you are going to create like mini use. They're going to be traveling the world. My kids will be reading their blogs and watching their digital content. And you can just be like, wow, I did all of this with them when they were young and look what they've learned. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think it's a great segue because I want you to talk a little bit about why you believe traveling with kids is important and why is it such a passion for you? Yeah. So for me, you know, when I was growing up, I had you know, the pleasure of my first generation American. So both of my parents are, uh, were born in Jamaica. So we used to go to Jamaica like every single summer. 
basically. But in addition to that, they did used to try to take us other places as well. So I remember going to Bahamas, um, going to England. We went to Paris one summer. And I was lucky enough that my uh, sophomore going into the junior year, or maybe it was my junior going into senior year. I'm sorry. I'm a little old now. Um, (laughs) But I was in a program called Women of Tomorrow. And I actually won a scholarship through experiments international living and I was able to go to Botswana and stay for five weeks oh wow it was amazing okay I stayed with a host family for two weeks went camping in the Okavanga Delta for a week did Habitat for Humanity for a week and then another week just exploring Botswana we also took a a side trip to South Africa and I, I mean as I said you know my my family did travel with us but that was truly what brought the travel bug in me and changed my life completely. When I went to college, I studied abroad. And I just think that travel just changes a person. It makes you most times, I can't say every time, but for most people, I also feel like it makes you a better person. I think, unfortunately, all the negative things that we have going on in our country now and things like that, it's just like, I feel like if people got out of their comfort zone and they grew up in the place that they've always known things would be better because for my kids i see how they they understand that everyone is different and that that's okay just because you're different doesn't mean that you're a bad person like that you be friends with every and anybody i remember we were on the train going from brussels to amsterdam and my daughter started playing with another little girl on the train she you know, she was from Belgium. She spoke French. She did not speak any English at all. My daughter does not speak any French at all. And it didn't matter. They were still able to just communicate with each other and figure it out and play this game and be happy. And just to see them, you know, see her being friends with every and anybody, doesn't matter how they look, you know, what language they speak, what type of food they eat, anything like that. I just, that it's truly raising global citizens. And I think that's one of the best ways to make the world a better place by doing so. So to me, also travel just, they learn flexibility and adaptability. I mean, we've been on flights that, you know, it took us like 21 plus hours to get to our destination, having delays or cancellations or sleeping in a place that's not, you know, what they're used to sleeping at at home and being okay with that and not seeing it as something that's wrong but seeing as oh okay we're just in a new experience like okay we'll just figure we'll just figure this out like that's what life is about so those are the things that i think that travel teaches kids and why i think it is so important to travel with kids especially when they're younger and minds are growing and the way that they're going to think for the rest of their life is being formed I think this is so interesting that you say that, right? Because I really feel like travel is the only, not the only, but one of the best ways to experience culture, right? And I think that so many times we just look at travel as like vacation or people look at travel as like getting away, but you grasp so much with see how other people are living and doing. And it really, like you said, it creates like global citizenship, but also it just like creates better humans, right? To just understand what everyone else is going through. Um, That's so wonderful that you have the opportunity to do that with your children. I feel like similar to you, um, I'm also from New York, from Brooklyn, and my family is also first, I am first generation American. My family is from Dominican Republic. So we too very early had passports, very early traveled, and it's just what we knew. And it wasn't you know, everyone around us was like that because in New York, everyone is from the Caribbean, right? Like everyone is from mm-hmm. someplace. And it's just, that is just what we knew. And so I find it quite interesting that a lot of times when I speak to friends or speak to other people, when I travel with my daughter, their kids don't have a passport or they have anxiety trying to travel with kids. And it's just to me like foreign because I'm like, okay, like that's what I grew up doing. And you don't know any different if that's what you're doing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. I wanted to talk a little bit about your blog because your blog is how I found you. So true story. I was actually, um, 
I literally just gave birth to my daughter and she was probably literally like four weeks old, Moni. And I was like, okay, at the time I was pregnant, I was going to travel to Costa Rica, but my doctor had, you know, really didn't want me to go because of the Zika virus. So Mm -hmm. I ended up saying, okay, I'm going to cancel my trip. And then when my daughter is born, we are definitely going someplace. Like I didn't get to have my baby moon. So I know I'm going to do something when she's born. Right. And so I, you know, this is my, my first child, know nothing about traveling with babies, but I knew that I traveled very young. So I was looking for tips and I started on Pinterest around families who travel. And I actually connected through your blog through Pinterest. And then oh, interesting. a addicted to your blog. I mean, like down to the T, like I don't seriously, no lie. Like I was following your every move on the blog down to like your food suggestions, your taxi suggestions, the weather, everything, your destinations, everything. I ended up that my daughter, by the time we got her passport and we traveled, we went to Mexico because I was like, okay, I'm going to go someplace close, right? Because she was actually 10 weeks old. So she had her passport 10 weeks old and I was traveling, just her and I. And I was like, oh my God, I got such great tips from your blog. I mean, down to carrying a car seat, um, your packing cubes, um, taxi versus rental car. I had so, it was just like a wealth of information that I started to feel like, oh, this is my friend, right? Like (laughs) I'm traveling with her and I don't understand, like, I don't understand how, I don't understand if you know how pivotal you are to people like myself, because it was just a breath of fresh air to have someone who's actually doing it and does it often. I remember feeling very motivated by you because many of your trips, and it's not all, but you sometimes just do it with you and the kids alone. And at the time, you didn't have the little one with you. So a lot of times it was just you and your little kid alone. And I was channeling you. I was like, oh, this is me. I can do this with, with my child alone. And yes. I loved it. Yes. Thank you. First of all, so much for saying that because that means so much to me. And, and I always find it weird. Like I, even someone commented on something on my Instagram post yesterday and seriously, what she said to me, I was just like, I can't even believe that you have literally just sent me this message and what it means because I feel like, you know, I do this because I love to, because I love to travel and I hate it when I was pregnant, why people always told me like literally the first thing that people said to me when they found out I was pregnant, like, you know, you're not going to be able to travel anymore. And I'm like, oh my God, is that like, is that what we tell people? Like, you know, it, it's so depressing. And I just feel like, you know, daughter, and I just feel- you're absolutely right. My daughter is sorry to cut you off. It's almost three years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. And every time I travel with her, people are in disbelief. Like right now, I really want to go to um, Tanzania and people sway me all the time. No matter where I say I'm going, they will find something negative to say about the destination. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously, we're probably safer way in other countries than like in our backyards. Exactly. And, you know, just it's to, you know, it's a lot of work having a blog and sharing everything. Um, but it is so rewarding to know that, like, I'm actually helping people. So thank you so much for saying that. Because there are definitely days, uh, to keep it real, there are days where I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, I'm just typing and no one's reading this oh, or no. Like, no one's getting anything from this oh, or, you know, no. things like that. Or, you know, or also just like, okay, like, um, I mean, this is not a time job like you literally just gave up going out with your friends or doing something like that to do this but when people say things like that like that means so much to me because I get I hear a lot too from single moms who are like oh well but I'm a single mom so how can I do it and I'm like oh my husband does not come everywhere with me like at all like you know even when I was working full-time he, I just had more vacation days than he did so I would travel with the girls by myself. We flew to Europe, me, Kennedy, and Jordan, just the three of us flew to Europe, just us, you know, like it, because it's just something that's, that I love to do and I love to share with them. And another thing I love to do is just getting one-on-one time with the girls because especially they're 21 months apart, you know, it, they're both high needs age and it can be 
a lot you know, sometimes with, with both of them. So I like to take each of them on their own trip, just me and them. So that, you know, I, I'm not a single mom in the sense of like, I don't have a husband to support me, but in those instances, it is just me and my child or it's just me and my children. So as a single parent, you can definitely still do it. I know as a single parent, there are other financial implications at times, but if you have the funds, um, you can totally travel with your kids by yourself in other countries because I've traveled internationally along with my kids. Um, but even as far as affordability, uh, I provide a lot of a lot of information on how to find affordable vacations, how to find flight deals, how to plan cheap family vacations as well, because that's something that's very important to me um, is, is the affordability aspect. And of course, it doesn't mean that every trip, because I mean, we went to Kenya and for what we paid for Kenya, it was an affordable Kenya trip, but still not an affordable in the sense of necessarily like something that you can do every single year. You know, it's kind of one of those once in a lifetime opportunities, but hey, we got a flight, a great flight for $500. So it was like now or never. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, single parents can travel with their kids too. Like you don't have a significant other to be able to travel the world either. Well, I am living proof. I am a single mom. I read all the tips of your blog. I remember following your, maybe your, um, your Cartagena trip. I, mm -hmm. last year I was debating from your blog, Costa Rica versus Cartagena. And I'm like, you know, almost following this thing to a T. I am a single mom who does it affordably. Like I remember listening, um, not listening, reading your tips on adding holidays, adding business trips, adding all of those things. So I am proof that your tips have been working because I have taken them. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I want to talk a little bit more about your blog. Talk to me about how it was birthed. How did it come up with this? How did you come up with this idea? It was my friend Paula. And um, so funny enough, I had actually started a blog, The Adventures of MJ, when I had Jordan. And I didn't even write a blog post. I was like, this is stupid. No one's going to read this. <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. So I was like, I, I think it was on Tumblr or something. I don't even know how to find it. But then when I had Kennedy, I remember I was on maternity leave. Um, we were going to Cartagena and Medellin. Um, Kennedy was going to be 10 weeks old. And my friend Paula was visiting. Um, and she came over and she was like, you should really start an Instagram, like about chatting with the kids. And I was like, why would I do that? And she was like, I just think it'd be, like so many parents would find it helpful. And I was like, that's stupid. People are going to be like, she's just trying to show off. Like, look at her. Look at me traveling with my kids and my family. Like, and then she was like, no, Monet. Honestly, I've just seen like you travel with Jordan seen you travel with Jordan while you were pregnant with Kennedy and now traveling Kennedy and Jordan just like seeing your family do that I think so many parents feel as if like is over because that's what people keep telling you I feel like once you have kids and she was she was just um saying you should do this and I I shit off um and then about like three weeks later I was still on maternity leave and not bored because the kids were definitely a handful, but also like, I mean, there's only but so much nap time, poop time, feeding time, chain time that you can right, do. Right, right. So I, I, so I started it. And when I started the Instagram, I actually started posting pictures of other people's families. Like I just was reposting pictures of other people's family. And then I was like, okay, this is really stupid. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, like, I think it would be better if it's like personal and from a personal experience. And, and, you know, after I started posting, I was like, well, I want it to be more than just pictures. Like I, I definitely, I gave tons of tips in the captions of my photos, which I still give tons of tips in the caption of the photos, but I wanted to be something more tangible, something more real. So that's when I started my website. I had no idea what I was doing. Okay. I still have no idea what I was doing, but I really had no idea what I was doing. My website was crap. Like I read my old blog posts now and I just cringe. I'm like, oh my God. What were you saying? First of all, this sentence has like 52 words in it. Oh. This one has like four grammatical errors. Like I just read this up and I'm like, oh my God. Um, but it's just proof that if you stick to something and it's something that you're passionate about and you want to do it, you'll get, you'll get better and you can be successful because my writing has gotten way better. I've learned te technological things I never thought I was capable of figuring out. 
Um, and on my blog, I, I just talk about tips for traveling with kids, uh, hotel reviews, airline reviews, tips on affording travel, tips on, you know, like the best websites to find flight deals. And then as you mentioned, like you were able to follow my itineraries to the T every single destination that we go to. I put our full itinerary, where we stayed, what we did, how we got there, all, all of that information. It's all free content. And then recently, I actually started um, expanding a little bit on my blog. And instead of um, putting just stuff with the kids, I also have... Um, I also have information on there as far as vacations because, you know, I am married and my husband and I do travel without our children. I think that's something that's important. And I also blog now about my ghost trips because I do have friends and I do like to travel with them too and then i recently took my first solo trip to tulum for my 31st birthday in december and now i'm blogging about that too because i think as moms it's important for us to take time out for ourselves and self-care because being a parent is hard and we need to rejuvenate ourselves that way we can be the best parent we can be and whether you can go on a solo whether you don't want to go on one because you're scared or you don't have anyone to watch your child but even if it's just a day to yourself, just like that motivating someone to be able to take that time out for themselves. So I think it's so important. Um, so my blog has evolved a little bit. Um, and at first I was very nervous about evolving it, but I found that uh, my audience is actually receptive of it. And yeah, parents, they want to be, they want to know what they can do with their significant others and by themselves and without kids as well. I I love it. I love the evolution of it. I love the the concept of bringing the other aspects of your life in there because like you said, you're not just a mommy, you're not just a wife, you're not just hanging out on your own. I love the solo Tulum trip that you took because I'm like, wow, that was like like so super quick just by yourself. Like how many people can really say that they took a solo trip? You know what I'm saying? I yeah. I love it. I actually I am so forward to anytime you are evolving it, I am following. <laughs> I love it. I love the aspect that it's just so real too. Like even your Instagram, when you actually show the stories of you showing the RV, showing the Airbnb, showing these things, I feel like it's just real, right? Like all of us can do it. It's real. I love it. Yes, it is real and we can all do it. And yeah. It's nice to see, and it's nice to see. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous for my first solo trip. I was nervous, but when after that first night, I was like, Yes, I needed this. And I'm like, Yes, I'm doing this every single year. But yeah, that's one thing I love to do. I just love to show as much of you know our trips as we possibly can because some people have never tried before. And, you know, when you help someone do something, I think you have to give them everything and not just it's in bits and pieces. So it's something that I really enjoy doing. And that's what I love. You hit the nail right on the head, right? So you take me through the entire experience. You don't just say, oh, go to Costa Rica, right? You're showing me your whole stay. And that's exactly what I love. So great job. I just want to say like, I, it, what you're doing is just so pivotal and I love it. Thank you so much. So I have a question. I want to know, is there any place that you personally would just not travel with your kids? Let's just talk about for those, for those people who are a little bit more apprehensive about traveling to places. I know that, you know, we, we hear about all these stories. We get scared. We have our own personal fears. But for yourself, do you think that for your, you and your children or your family, is there any place that you've said that maybe you're not going to travel there, whether it be the weather in the kids, the health issues in the kids, safety in the kids, the age of the kids, the destination. Do you have any place like that? You've said you're not going to travel just yet with the kids. Nope. My motto is if their kids can visit. Um, and as long as we feel safe, like if I feel safe to go there by myself or go there with my significant, my husband or, or my friend, anything like that, I feel to bring my kids because I wouldn't go someplace that I didn't feel safe enough in general. So honestly, for me, like there's, I've, well, maybe they're not obvious, but there's like obvious places to me that I wouldn't take them. Like, you know, like active war zones, like, yes. you know, countries that are, you know, in, in turmoil and things like, but other than that, nope, there is no place that I wouldn't take them. I mean, you can list some places that maybe you think, and then I'll tell you. If well, no, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, there's like no, no place that I wouldn't take them. 
Yeah, I'm like you. Unless it's like oppose a serious like threat, physical threat. I'm with you. Like I think kids live everywhere, right? And so I do believe that kids are welcome everywhere. And I don't. I I I can understand why folks think that it would be unsafe to travel with kids to certain places. But I do feel like sometimes that's our own personal fears, you know? Yes, I agree with that. But I also say that in other countries, people are more welcoming of children. I feel like it's in the United States where people are annoyed by children. When you go to other countries, like children are so ingrained into the culture. They are not looking at you because if a child makes a peep. I remember actually we were on the train from Amsterdam to Brussels. I had the worst day of my life. And it was at the end of the day, we were in a first class train because I had had such a bad day that the train conductor made a phone call and was like, she needs to be on the fast in first class with a female. Is that how bad her day has been? Wow. And, and, um, but the kids were like making a little noise and I was getting irritated because I was like, we're in the first class train. Like, please, like it's been a very, very long day. Can you guys just be quiet? And there was a late, the, the, the lady that was like sitting on the other side. Cause we were at the, we were at the, um, on a train car where where there's a table so like four people could sit and look at each other so one of the like the kids were on one side and I was on the other and she was sitting um across from us and she came over to the table and she's like honey they're kids okay and if anybody yeah. in the tree has a problem well then that's their problem if they get annoyed by little kids voices and I was just like she's like stop stressing and I was like Thank you so much because I've had the worst day of my life and just thank you, you know, because she's right. And she's like, she's like their kids. And, and it just, that's just how people in other countries I found how they are. They are just so welcoming to kids. Kids do not bother them. Pretty much every single tour that we have ever been on out of the country, I actually have never, me and my husband have not watched children in Thailand. We had three different tour guides. All three tour guides watched the kids the entire time, like got them out of the car, holding their hands, walking around, talking to them, explaining things slowly so that they would understand. In Cuba, the same thing. In Kenya, the same thing. In Costa Rica, the same thing. Literally every single country that we have been to with the kids and we've been on the tour with the tour guide, I have, like, my husband and I have not taken care of the children at all. Yeah. I mean, I do, I, I, under, I do agree with you. I find, like, especially because I've traveled to Europe, I do find that in Europe, they are very, very, like, kid-centric. They are very welcoming of people and their children in Europe. And so that's always been a good thing. I remember we went to um, Cartagena last year, and I don't know. I don't know if you remember this from when you went to Cartagena, but we did the night bus, the the, the singing, drinking bus that goes around. The night, and I <laughs> yes. took my daughter on that bus. Yes, it was like one o'clock in the morning, and they were like, "Oh, let me hold her, and you go, you drink, you party." This is what I was just like amazed to see anything like that. Yeah, that it, that's how it's our experience has always been, and it's in the U.S. when people are like, "Ah." Oh kids. I'm like, okay, you were a kid one time too, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you mix domestic travels with international travels with your kids. So can you tell me like your favorite destination thus far or or give me like a little, a bit of your bucket list? Ah, okay. So it's so hard to pick a favorite destination because I feel like Every destination offers something different depending on yes. what it is looking for. I mean, our domestically, okay, domestically, even though I haven't taken the kids yet, New, New Orleans is just my favorite city. In the I've West. never been there. I've never oh, been there to go. New Orleans is amazing. Like, New Orleans is just amazing. Food, the music, the culture, just everything, the people, just like everything about it, New Orleans. I have been to New Orleans like eight times or something like that. I remember wow. that outrageous amount of time. Um, so yes. So um yeah, so I, I love I love 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 New Orleans. Um I would say domestically as a family though, definitely our RV road trip through the Southwest was by far the best domestic trip that we've taken as a family. Good, good, I like that. And then I would say internationally. Oh man. I mean 
So the kids absolutely loved Costa Rica. Like they just loved like the adventure mm -hmm. and they loved to cook. So we took a cooking class and they really enjoyed that. And then just like the beach and, and stuff like that. But then they also absolutely loved Kenya as well, just to be able to be on a safari and see all the animals and sit in the safari truck. Like that was something that was so phenomenal to them. But if you do extreme, <laughs> If you ask her, will she go back to Kenya? She'll tell you no, because in Lake Navasha at our resort, literally these resorts, like animals roam free and they're like, they just like in the wild and they just pass through. Yes, I saw your IG. Yes, and some monkeys had passed through and one of them slapped her on oh. her leg twice. <laughs> So, and then when we were at another place in Kenya, we told her, they tell you, because like you're, you're eating, you're, it's like an indoor outdoor. So they're like, like, you need to stay by your food. And she did. She wasn't listening. She got up and a monkey came and stole her waffles off of her plate. So she had oh, those wow. two experiences. So she will tell you that she had a great time, but she's like, but I'm not coming back here because uh, I got slapped by a monkey. And that's exactly <laughs> how she said. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I still like, she's never going to live that day down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like so hard because we also had a great time in Cuba, taking salsa lessons and like going to Vinales. So uh, I don't know. But as far as bucket lists, I like, I, okay. So one, my goal is to take the kids to a country in Africa every year. So last year we did Kenya. I'm waiting for a flight deal. Like where are the flight deal gods to help me out with this year? But like top of my bucket list for for African countries is Egypt, oh. I would love to take it to South Africa, Uganda, Ghana, Zambia, and Namibia. Those are like my top bucket wow. list. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the, for the continent of Africa. And then I, okay, my husband and I went to Japan. I would love to go back with the kids and see more because Japan is so big. Like you, we only had a week. You can't see everything. So I would, I would say even though we, me and my husband have been there before. Japan is definitely bucket list. Okay. Um, okay. Also, Portugal. Mm. I've always wanted to go to Portugal. And then, like, really to Eastern Europe as well, because I feel like we've done a lot of Western Europe, and people do Western Europe just in general, but to really experience Eastern Europe would be nice. And then Chile is mm -hmm. also on my bucket list. Uh, as well as Argentina. I'm definitely going on an Antarctica cruise at some point. Wow. I don't know when, but I will be doing that. And then United States bucket list would be Alaska for sure. Nice. I mean, these are all wonderful. Oh my God. I, 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 I hope to be around every time you make one of these bucket list <laughs> trips so that I can go with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to I transition a little bit into the girls because I love that they're so adventurous. Are there things that they absolutely love, love, love to do every trip they go to? Like, is there something consistent that you must do because they love it so much? Okay. So Jordan and even Kennedy, but more so Jordan, she loves to cook. So every time we go someplace, she asks if we go to a cooking class. She wants to do a cooking class every single place that we go. Nice. so that would be the yeah that would be the thing that she asked for since kennedy a little bit younger she just gets it by everything so she just wants to have fun if there's a pool or a beach she's in it because that is her thing but more of the pool because <laughs> kennedy is our neat freak child ah. so as much as she loves the water she does Doesn't not the like sand. Yeah. She's like, it's dirty. She's like, oh, please wipe my feet. Please wipe my feet. Now, can you wipe my feet up? I'm like, oh, my God. We're at the beach, child. We are at the beach. Um, so she's more like water person. Anything that has to do with water, she wants to do it. And Kent and Jordan is all about the food and cooking. Oh, yes. Yeah, see, I'm all about the water as well. Like, I love parasailing. I just love the water. I could scuba. I could snuba. I love snorkeling. I'm all about the water. Most of my, I would say 95% of my travels will be someplace beachy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, so what about you? What are some of the favorite things you love to do or must do while you're traveling? 
My favorite thing. So I, so I am a water person too. So like I dive and I love scuba diving. So when the opportunity is available, I love to dive. Um, I, I, I absolutely love that. My husband does not like water um, stuff at all. Wow. Like not at all. I won't talk his embarrassing stories. He's (laughs) not a water person. So like, he's fine with just going to the beach. That has to do with snorkeling scuba diving he won't even ever do scuba diving but like, he won't snorkeling either but like anything like that he's not for it um he he really likes to do okay so he's a he, jordan is where he gets the food like she gets mm-hmm. the foodiness from. got it he I, likes to try exotic meat and exotic things so he will eat any exotic meat that you put in front of him and he likes to do that type of stuff Oh wow! So, so I'm quite the opposite. I the exotic as I get is chicken. That's like exotic. I'm with you. <laughs> I don't eat. I don't even eat beef or pork. So <laughs> yeah, but he's down for ostrich, antelope, nope. kangaroo, like bison. He eat. He eat, mm-hmm, all the meats. Wow. Have you you got you have got to try Curacao and Bonaire. Those are like beautiful places to um to dive. Beautiful. I heard. I heard yes. that. I've only been to Aruba, so I would love to go. Like so far, um, I loved my dive in Tulum. Like being able to dive in a cenote was just a, such a unique experience and I love that. But I have heard that both Curacao and Bonaire are really good. I also heard Belize is good for scuba diving as well. So um, yeah. I definitely have to check those places out. I haven't been to any of I've them. Also, I've also heard Papua New Guinea. Like that's like one of the greatest places on earth. Um, mm. Yeah, I've heard there too. So maybe one of these days, who knows, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> What yeah, do you think totally. are some non-negotiable things you do? Oh, I already asked you that when you travel. Um, what do you hope to teach your children about traveling? Yeah, I just hope to teach them one that they know because it, it's something that we have to constantly talk about. Like traveling is a privilege and a blessing because I think we've kind of created monsters. Two weeks yeah. ago, I was driving Jordan to school and this girl goes, so mommy when's the next time we're gonna go out the country we haven't been out the country in a while i said "Mm, time out excuse me (laughs) i said oh do you have go out the country money (laughs) you know just making sure i was like this girl is serious right now like just making sure that they understand that like it's a blessing and a privilege um to be able to have these experiences so one you have to behave to be able to do them or yes, you yes. like we'll leave like actually right before I got on this podcast with you I had picked her up from school and I was hungry and I was like oh you know what like I can treat us to lunch like we can go to Benihana like they like to see like to them that's a cooking show like yes, you know yes, watching the on. chef you know and it's lunchtime so it's like half the price so that's my that's my cheap side so I'm like all right we can go there we got to the table and they started up. So I was like, okay, we're going now. We're just leave, we're leaving. And we got in the car and we left. And she, and they were like, why? And I was like, because I told you to listen and you didn't. So now I'm leaving. Um, but just, you know, teaching them with travel, like to respect people, respect the places that you're going to. You ask questions when you don't understand something, but don't be rude about it in the way, because I think we're teaching them, you know, when they see other cultures, sometimes it's things that they don't understand. So just talking them through those things. Um, I also feel like we, we learn more when we travel because of them, because they ask 50, 100 million thousand. <laughs> question i'm like oh my god how many more questions you ask? but i feel like it they teach us a lot too when we travel so um but i think really just like learning about different people and cultures is is what they get from it i love that i actually when my daughter was born i wanted to of course because i'm a single mom i really wanted to incorporate like traditions for us and start our own traditions right and for me because i've always been a traveler before my daughter was born i was wondering how can i incorporate that kind of tradition for us and so i've actually started that for our birthdays we travel right instead of getting each other these instead of me getting elaborate toys and clothes and all this crap right that i feel like she's gonna play with or or, you know throw around the house for like 10 20 minutes why not spend that money 
towards traveling. So her birthday is June and we normally travel either June or July and my birthday is October. And if we don't do it in June, July, then we do it for my birthday in October. And I feel like it's such a wonderful tradition. I'm so happy to do that. And I feel like I encourage everybody to just start, you know, traveling, even not traveling, but experiences, right? Then save that kind of money. I'm really hoping to start doing that for like Christmas time because I spend so much money and every Christmas I'm like, I wish I was in another country and I just spent like hundreds of dollars on toys, you know? Yeah. People probably think I mean, but, um, I've like never really gotten the kids a Christmas gift. Um, I don't think at all. I I feel like I wish that was me. Yeah, like we do the same thing. As I said, we went to Costa Rica for Kennedy's birthday last year. Her birthday's on Sunday and we're we'll, next Sunday and we'll be gone for her birthday as well and giving those experiences. This year for Christmas, I didn't spend anything. Uh, last year for Christmas, I got Jordan a bathing suit and a sun hat because me and her for our annual mother-daughter trip, we're going to the Grand Cayman in January and she needed a bathing suit and a hat. So I got that for her. And Kennedy, I got her two books she loves books and I don't like reading the same books every single night so <laughs> I but but yeah I yeah I we okay my husband is he he he's a gift person I'm, I'm just like no we do a lot for the year and I just think that there are more important things because they do they play with the same toy over and over again or they end up playing with stuff that aren't even toys at all right. and it's a right. waste and what I've asked people to do is as you said it's about the experiences so even if it can't be travel when when people are like oh what do you want for the kids I'm like please do not buy my children toys and some people take offense to that and they're like you're so picky or you're ungrateful and I'm, I'm sorry I'm not trying to be picky I'm not trying to be ungrateful because I know when you're gifting someone something it's coming from your heart but I also feel as if I don't want to have 20 boxes filled with toys in my home when my kids don't need that so please can like we have membership to the museum they love going to the children's museum can you please contribute to the membership for the children's museum instead because that's something that they can go to constantly and get that experience of being there and i think those things are so much more important and so much more valuable than another toy you're absolutely right i feel like my daughter's room is is screaming toys, right? Like you said, like toys are overpowering my whole house. And every time someone asks me, what does she want? I'm like, nothing. And I don't want to be offensive because I know you are giving me a gift, but like she's playing in the hamper and she's absolutely fine. Like she doesn't need anything, you know? And I too Mm -hmm. am like you. If I want to give someone a gift, like I take so much joy in giving you like a zoo membership, an aquarium membership, something that you're going to do and remember. But I know yeah. I wish a lot of people were were more accepting of that. Like my sister is always like, "Oh well, it, it's not for you. It's just for it's for your kid." And so my house will be overpowered with toys because she feels like they're gonna love it eventually. Yes, and and I get that. People say, "Oh well, they're kids. Like let them be kids." I'm totally fine with letting them be kids. But yeah, it's like. Yeah, all the toys for birthday, Christmas, it just adds up so much. And I just feel like sometimes it's just a waste. But now everyone probably thinks that I'm the most ungrateful person in life. So (laughs) there's that too. (laughs) I think the toy part is just so, I think it's overrated, right? You only need a couple toys. And like you said, they play with the same toys over and over. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just such an abundance, right? That I feel like if we start tallying up all the toys and the clothes, oh my God, we would just be in shock with how much we spend. Exactly. I want to play a quick little game with you, a fill in a blank game. So, oh God, okay. <laughs> if you could travel to any country, so insert the country, right? Mm-hmm. With your family, who would you wish? So, insert like a celebrity to come with you, and where would you go with that celebrity? Okay, so I'm I'm not that big on celebrities. I think to be so. any. Let's say, let's say it's anyone. All right. So I would say I would go to, oh, I'm trying to think which, where would be a good place to go with this person. Okay. So the person I would go with is Kelly Edwards. And I don't know if you know who she is. No, tell me, tell me. She is amazing. So she is like the only black person I want to say I don't even want to say 
woman, but I might be mistaken. So excuse me. Currently the travel channel, she has her own show called Mysterious Islands. And then she also co-hosts a show with someone else um, called The Trip. But she is a pilot, like certified advanced open water scuba diver and just does all this amazing stuff so i would want to go with her because she could do all the crazy adrenaline junkie stuff with the kids me and my husband won't do and my husband does like adventure stuff like ats and jet skis and stuff like that but parasailing and zipping still was kind of a little bit <laughs> for him but she like one i think she's just a phenomenal woman so just to be able to spend like time on a vacation with her but then also the influence for the kids like to see someone that looks like you that is yeah. And is a certified scuba diver. I just feel like that just means much because the kids love seeing pilots when we go onto the plane and like going into the cockpit. And they've only ever seen one pilot before, one woman pilot before. And they were so excited then. So, you know, to see someone that is a female pilot and is also black and looks just like, you know, I think that would just be phenomenal. So I'm also thinking of like a good place to go that me and her could do some diving because I feel like I want to get. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So maybe maybe it would be Egypt because I like Egypt because I feel like you do like ATV adventure stuff. But then we can go down to Hagarda and yes. I just butchered that. But they have really great diving there, and then like me and her can go scuba diving. So that's what I would do. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna link her in the show notes so that at least. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, her, her um, Kelly Edwards. Her okay. Instagram. Her Instagram is Kelly Set Go. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now I'm excited. I'm yeah. gonna go follow her. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> before we, we wrap up, should. before we wrap up, I want you to tell everyone where can we find you on the internet, on social media. Shout out your blog. Where can we find you? Yeah. So my website is www.thetravelingchild.co, um, and then for social media i'm most active on instagram followed by facebook and it's the traveling child on both of them i do have a twitter but it's not even worth it um it's traveling underscore child but i don't i don't know how to operate twitter (laughs) i'll link all of your i like all of your i like all of your information in the show notes because i really want people to follow you to love you to learn from you and to just thank you bug like you and your family well thank you so much and thank you so much for having me and hopefully next time i know i didn't realize if i had told you i was going to be in the area you definitely could have come hung out with me when i was trapped it's okay in the snow but um yes hopefully be doing a lot of things in California this year would be really nice and if we are able to be in the Bay Area I would love to meet up for sure of course and it will definitely happen before you go I feel like I do have a wish for you and I really wish that I could see you and your family one day on the treasure the travel and leisure magazine I swear Girl, I, I like, wish too I want you for you so to my much. ear <laughs> Ah, thank you. That would be amazing. That would, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother topic. I won't even get into that. But I feel like let's put it out there. I think that would be, yes. And you know, I'm all about speaking things into existence. So uh, I mean, I go ahead and add that to my vision board for this. Yes. Yes. I like that. Well, thank you so much, Monet, for chatting with me. I really appreciate you spending time with us. And I just cannot wait to follow you to see what's next for your journey. Thank you so much, Sandra. Bye, everyone. Have a good day. Bye.